Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, crypto traders worldwide and out of cycle update. This one's for safe earn slash earn hub. Um, as has been the case in other similar migrations, chaos has now ensued. This is my possibly pointless attempt to help educate other people that were not aware. And let me just summarize the problem. The problem is that apparently, this is what I'm seeing, there was an assumption that the from the Safe Earn team that people were following forms of social media. Now, I know that even on Twitter, there was an announcement about the change from Safe Earn to Earn Hub. That's where I first learned about it. And then, of course, the website, which nobody's going to. And then, obviously, Telegram, which, as I said, Americans don't care about. And so, from what I could see, they did everything they could to communicate the intent of what they were doing. Here's where, according to the messaging I'm now seeing, here's where it seems like stuff might have gone south or not as ideal as as intended. So there's uh, some people woke up today and they were looking at their safe earn value in their wallet and apparently they lost a significant amount of the value. Now the reason this, this is what I'm reading into, the reason that this happened is because as part of the transition, which is scheduled for today, it's actually scheduled to wrap up in a, I think five or six hours, but as part of the transition, in order to support this, they looks like they set up the new Earn Hub and they didn't set it up with a new liquidity pool. They were transferring the liquidity from Safe Earn to Earn Hub, which is logical. That's what you would normally do. But if that's what they did, then anybody who was still holding and never staked their tokens lost significant amounts of value because there's no liquidity in the pool. And if there's no liquidity, not only can you not transact with it, but there's no money backing it. There's no, there's no essential effective currency backing it. So when that happens, your wallet is reflecting accordingly that, hey, there's, you know, there's no liquidity available for this guy. And in some cases, they may have done sell-offs for some of the others that were out there, or they were selling people's tokens that were already staked in preparation for the new, meaning that they're doing what they were supposed to do, but they may not have communicated how the liquidity pool transition would work or how some of these mechanics would work. If what I'm reading is correct, then I can't put fault anywhere specifically because, again, from what I saw, the Safe Earn team did a masterful job of getting the word out to various forms. They didn't just stick it in Telegram. In fact, they focused less on Telegram than other places, but they did put pinned messages in the whole nine. But I saw it on Twitter. There was a post on Facebook I think I saw. There was something on Reddit I saw. Like, I don't know what more they could have done. But I talked about this in today's morning update, that it's it's hard to reach everybody because there's no registration. So you can't just send an email blast to people like you could with the stocks where you're forced to get messaging from the, from the exchange. Here, because it's DEX, you can't, there's no way to communicate to everybody who holds something. So you're assuming that they're on some form of social media. Well, they may not be. And because those people are blind to the updates, they miss out on critical things that affect them, which is one of the other reasons I don't really like migrations because there's no clean answer to this problem. It's going to be a problem. It always has been a problem. Now, I want to flip this around a little bit, though. While they did the best job that they could, again, this is a reason why I much prefer taking the ecosystem approach where you have secondary tokens where they are the supporting kind of the foundation 
for liquidity for the rest of the ecosystem rather than the migration. Because when you're migrating, you're still either you're going to buy in, meaning you're going to take your own revenue and take some of the liquidity that you made as far as your own profits and put them in the new token so that your investors are not affected. But then if you're doing that as part of a large sale of token one, they're still going to be affected. So it's almost like you have to come out of pocket separate from the first project to fund the new liquidity pools for the new token in parallel. This is fundamentally what SHIB did with Leash. And so if you don't do that, then something like this can happen where now the liquidity is, it's like robbing Peter to pay Paul. You're using money from one and you're using it to fund the other project, which to them might make all the sense in the world. And there's, I don't see a problem with it conceptually if everybody knows that's happening and everybody's on board with the staking to where they're not left holding a bag to coin a term. So if what I'm seeing is truly what happened, then it looks bad from the developer's perspective because it looks like a rug pull. It looks like that basically people have been ripped off, that they took the money and ran, even though multiple people have communicated that, hey, this went out on Twitter, this went out on multiple sites, including this Telegram, that this was going to happen, that we were going to do this, and that there was going to be a migration, and but yet it still goes south, and then it still has this problem, and there's basically the developers are not really active on the social media, which is a concern, but that might be time zone-centric because if they're going to start doing it, they said they were going to do it on the 23rd. If they're going to do it five, six hours from now, I'm assuming they're probably in either China or some other country because it doesn't make sense that you would start five hours from now um, if you were in the United States or even in the UK, really. So I'm assuming they're in some other country. And so as a result, they're probably not even awake yet as I record this. So they don't know that this fiasco is going on with people being freaked out and calling it a rug pull. And then the downside of calling it a rug pull, of course, is that it spreads FOMO fears. And then people say, okay, I better sell it out, dude, 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 because they think it's a rug pull, especially fresh off what happened with Suzuki. And chances are there were people in Suzuki that were bought into safe earn and they see this fresh off what's speculated to have happened with Mononoke. And so there's all this smoke and it's the reason why I keep hammering on the point of transparency of everything that need, people need to know the best you can. Safe earn did communicate the best they could in terms of the forums, but they didn't talk about how the liquidity transfer was going to really work and how it would affect existing people. It seemed like they assumed everybody would stake because why not? Yes, but if they don't know that they should stake because they're moving the token, it's not like ShibaSwap where it's an option to stake and then get rewards. It's we're telling you you should stake because we're getting out of this token and we're not funding the new token out of our pockets. We're funding the new token from the liquidity of the old token, which makes sense, but we may not have told you that that's what we were doing so that you could make an informed decision. Or if we did tell you this, we didn't send that messaging to all outlets because even I didn't see that they were going to use the existing liquidity pool. I assumed they were just going to spin up the new token, new liquidity, and then, you know, tell people, hey, do this migration and then we'll sell it on the back end, which is essentially what the Keanu replacement team was trying to work towards doing is to spin up the new token and then use the liquidity sell off to get over to the new and then hold token, which I, I frankly, in my opinion, I've talked about hold token and I, I don't think that they're a scam. I think that they're just a bunch of egotistical, you know, jackasses. I don't think they're a scam. Just the people are not, they're not ones that I would trust with my money. Think of it that way. I just don't think it's a scam. They're just bad people. 
but they that's what they had to do is they had to leave the liquidity over here, spin up a new token over here, set up a new liquidity over here, and then move over this. And it was a very nightmarish migration. I've never seen a migration go smooth. I've never seen any of them go clean. I understand why there's this rush to do it. I would much rather see you spin up a new token and market the new token and then give people a path to transfer to the new token should they choose and just leave the old token in place because the migrations never go solid. The reason that they're not doing this, I suspect, is because they don't want to lose any of the existing holders. And if you spin up a new token, there's this FOMO fear potentially that, okay, does that mean mine is useless? And, it, and then people sell out and then the value goes down. And then, of course, that makes the token useless. So I think that's why they're doing it. But I wish they wouldn't do it and they would just be brave enough to spin up a new token, build it the way you want it, give people a migration path to get to the new token without fees, and let them choose. If they want to stay in the old token with the old mechanics, let them. If they want to go to the new token with the beautiful mechanics, let them. And then they have to understand, for your perspective, your new token may need to have a higher dev wallet because now you need to balance two projects, and that's a lot of work. So I don't see Safer did anything wrong from my perspective. And I think because of time zone differences, it's going to be kind of sketchy, and there's going to be a lot of speculation, a lot of ifs going on for the next few hours. But from what I can tell... All they did was they just they missed one critical piece of information to tell people what's going to happen to existing liquidity to avert what's now happening with people freaking out over losing, in this case, tens of thousands of dollars. There's a lot of money being lost. And so I don't know what, what will come of it. Um, hopefully it'll settle down and hopefully there's clarity on it. Um, the Earn Hub Twitter, and this is another thing I think was kind of not a good idea. So the safe earn Twitter shut, shut their stuff down. The earn hub was a different Twitter account and it told people, Hey, we're moving the, da, 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 da. well, the problem is that your safe earn followers are not following the earn hub account. So they're not going to see this. Like you should have kept a safe earn account open and just simply change the name title name and say safe earn moving to earn hub on X. And that way your messaging goes to everybody, both old and new, instead of what they did do. Um, I don't know I don't know what's going on there. Um, the other thing I'll call out, which I think is a big problem, they put this message out and they told people, and this is today, uh, literally about an, uh, 45 minutes ago-ish, they put it out and they said, okay, we're going to do this process, we're going to move it, don't buy safe earn. Well, that's obvious. And then if we're staked, you're going to get upgraded. They didn't talk about who's not staked. They said 90% of tokens were staked. Okay, that's great. But what about, and this guy even responded and said, well, what about the 10 that didn't? And then some people didn't stake and they didn't see it. And so they're screwed. And then I don't know how he missed it except for this different, you know, Twitter fiasco. And then there were some people that saw the, Price going down, it's, it's, it's a fiasco. They saw the price going down, so they bought the dip, which is what they were trained to do by many people. And then, of course, this messaging comes out saying, well, don't buy, do, do, do. but they're trained to buy the dip, and they see a dip, and they don't know why because the messaging is screwed up. This is, this is, this is, it's mechanically they're doing nothing wrong. Like just from the, from the migration, they're doing what they felt is the right answer, and there's nothing wrong with that strategy. It's just, it's a bad look, and it's just, it's a learning thing. They'll learn from this, 
And if they were able to get 90% stake, that was a good re- outreach. That means their outreach was actually pretty, gar- pretty darn successful. If you compare it to Keanu, <laughs> I, I think they did a really good job for what they had. I just, the way that they're handling it after the fact, I don't think it's good. They locked down responses. So instead of actually responding to people's concerns, they just locked it down. That doesn't look good because you make yourself sound like a, a, a rug pull and you shouldn't do that. Because you had it open at one point when people started asking the question, then you locked it down after the fact. It's like, don't do that. What is the matter with you? Um, I, I don't know. So I'm, I'm not, I'm criticizing them, but I'm not criticizing them. I'm criticizing them because their communication strategy was solid from what they did to get the message out, but then they're dealing with the fallout. You know, damage, damage management is sucks. Um, I don't think that's good um they did put another communication out and this was about 30 minutes ago ish and they said you know we've been doing this a month and you know we said multiple places which is true they did and then they said yep we sold the tokens that were staked and we're going to bring it over but they did not they did not i don't think they managed this very well I don't. Um, I don't think that response went over very well. They're not wrong, but you got to kind of do a little bit more damage control and not just tell people, oh, you're screwed. We did the best we could. You're screwed. Do, do, do. You got to kind of say, what's our plan B? For those people that didn't get it and don't get moved, what's our plan B on that one? Which, again, to me, it's just spin up the new token in parallel. Come out of pocket to build that guy in parallel. Build his framework the way you want. Let people choose to move for a period of time. Then at some point you do a hard cutoff to say, okay, we're not doing this project anymore. Renounce it and let somebody else take it and run with it. Then you get to the same benefit. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm, an, I'm a disinterested party. I do have a stake in safe earn and I was staked. Mine was fine staked because I saw it because it was, again, they did a masterful job getting out to the different outlets I'm not resonating to that. I'm calling out the aftermath and how they're responding to the aftermath of basically silencing people. I told you on the previous one about rug pulls or at least the sense of rug pulls. That's what you don't ever do. Do not mute people when they have a valid concern. These are your investors. They're your boss. You don't shut them up like that. You need to address their concern, which means, hey, they're exposing. You didn't have a plan B on this thing. You did everything you could to communicate, but you had to know that there was going to be those one-offs, as I said, that don't follow social media, that don't follow your website. And as far as the press releases, many of those press releases are not going to go to your mainstream outlets so people wouldn't see those either. And so you're assuming people follow them religiously and many don't. So I don't believe you should rely on this. You should always have a plan B for the what-ifs. How are you going to deal with the people who were not moved over? How are you going to deal with those my guess is they did talk about it and they said, well, but they don't move. They'll just sell do, 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 and said, we'll just move on. Listen, it's their project. If that's what they want to do, fine. I just think it's a bad way to treat your investors. I don't think it's a good, I don't think it's a good process. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I'm hoping that they come to terms and say, you know what, let's create a plan B for these guys and let's get them out on board and let's help them uh, move to the new token. Cause we want all of their, we want all their buy-in. We want their successes. We want their business, and we appreciate them as our boss, and we realize that our previous responses were not acceptable, and here's what we're going to do about it. So <clears throat> hopefully that comes to pass. I'm doubtful, but hopefully that comes to pass, and we can move it forward because, again, it's I think it's a decent 
they're tried. I mentioned it on my on the today episode that I mentioned. I said I thought that you know if they could pull this off, it'd be one of the best ways to migrate tokens. Is you know doing a stake and then going to the new token is just that you got to have a plan B and you can't use your social media and just shut people off and mute them and refuse to answer their questions because their questions are valued even if they're you know hey we we talked about this in different outlets it doesn't matter it's still the buck stops with you and i don't know so yeah that's safe earn earn hub like i said they are working on uh to the next five six hours to get this spun up and they're they're aggressively pushing it they have not stopped aggressively pushing it um they've done pre-sales they've done all the stuff and um you know, different raffles and all sorts of that, you know, it's a big deal for them. So I, I don't see that they're trying to rug pull anybody at all. I don't think that they're trying to take your money. I don't think they're trying to scam you. I just think they suck at reputation management to be quite frank. And that's something they, I think should fix because it may harm, it may harm their ability to grow investors in the short term because you have a community of people who are reaching out saying, well, what about, what about me? And your developers don't respond there you on social media are very active and you mark in all this, but then when people express concerns over your actions, you mute them and don't listen to them and pay them no mind. I talked about previous, you know, ego previously. It's like there has to be a middle ground. You have to treat them like you value them and not just dismiss them and their concerns, which are value concerns and just admit, you know, we didn't think about it. Let's talk about how we can create a plan B for these folks that are not left behind. You know, you can tell them to sell, but, if the liquidity is gone, they're not going to be able to sell. So then people might actually lose a lot of money. Then you get to start talking into possible legal risk because if you did not, you could say in defense, hey, we communicate to all these different outlets, but at the same time, the bottom line is people might have lost significant amounts of money. And then those people, again, might have a case to be made for, you know, wrongful transactions. Um, if you basically took money from them and there was no uh, outlet for them, outside of this one cutoff date and then that's all it is you can't just take money from them that way some people might create a legal case then if they do that and they are successful then earn hub would be on the hook and then that might affect the project which affects other investors do you see what i'm saying like that's why you want to have good reputation management and not just tell people to piss off and mute them because it, it's not that their concerns are not valid their concerns are valid you just dropped the ball on one thing which was to have a plan B for those people that didn't see your copious amounts of communication because it was copious. All you could have basically done to catch all of them is to make sure you have a plan B for whoever didn't get caught. We're going to have a plan B. It's going to go for a week and then that's it. Then you need to be more active on your various outlets, not just to market the new, but also to talk to the older people, get on the telegrams, get on other, because many of these are on telegram and the developers don't talk there, which is strange. Well, you probably should do that on your plan B. Here's what we're going to do to make sure you're not left behind. I don't think that they are wanting to do that. It is their project. I'm not going to tell them how to run their project. I understand how they feel that they did everything that they felt was reasonable. If I were in their position, I might have the same response. But at the same time, being a crypto, specifically a crypto and not wanting to get under the microscope of the United States government. I don't think we can do things like this where we just allow people to be left behind and say, screw you, you're just toast. That's my opinion. So keep an eye, but hopefully this helps anybody else that didn't hear the messaging for some reason, you didn't see it or you didn't catch it. 
you know, at, at this point, I don't know. I don't even think that you can stake now. I think it blocks you out. You can try, but I think you're kind of screwed and toast, um, unfortunately, because it's, it's a little bit too late. And just take it as a learning lesson. I'm not saying that to make you upset. I'm saying it because I think they may have locked down the staking now um, because they're in the process of moving liquidity. So I don't think you're going to be able to stake now. If you still have a safe earn bag, um, you may have to consider a loss. If the earn hub side does not consider a plan B, consider this my plea on your behalf that they consider a plan B so that you guys are not left behind. Um, at the same time, for you guys, I would say, this is critical that you make sure to keep up on your projects and what they're doing at all times because you just don't know if project A or B, you can't just sit on hold, 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 and out of sight, out of mind. I know people say that, but when you do that, stuff like this happens. I don't want to see that happen to anybody. So make sure you stay up to date on your projects by whatever means you think is appropriate. But in, in cases like this, they did the best job of any crypto I've seen of trying to tell all different outlets, hey, something's coming. So there's not really much you could have done except to have followed it religiously day to day because you wouldn't get an email notification about it. On a future update, I may advocate for something like that, you know, some kind of subscription service or something for media management. And, you know, I should package this all up. And I thought about doing that, um, finding some project and pairing with them to create these kinds of tools that I think would help investors at large because they could have benefited from some sort of a subscription service so they could reach out to those people that don't use social media uh, and let them know this is coming because they, I can tell you right now, they don't want to lose your money either because it hurts them. It hurts all the rest of the investors too. It just, it, it's a timing thing. It's a communication thing. And I will advocate on your behalf as much as I can. I, I do think it's too late at this point. Um, and, and see where it goes, you know, watch it, see where it goes and take it as a lesson learned. If you're not able to stake, if you, you can check the website, but I'm pretty sure it won't let you stake. Um, and just take it as a lesson learned and kind of go on from there. But please don't hold it against them directly for the action of moving. I think that was, they felt everything was done. If you're going to hold something against them, hold against the their reaction to the fallout of the other 10% that apparently we left behind. Because um, I, I, I personally think it was unacceptable too. I understand that they said it multiple times, multiple outlets. I get it. I also think... It's again, it just, you got to have a plan B on these things. It just, it, and working in technology, you learn that you got to have a plan B. You can't plan on perfection. You'll never get perfection. It'll never work. So you got to have a plan B in place. So you don't want nobody left behind. That's my thoughts on it.